thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the sensational co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is the vicar of vision. He is Dr. David Christoph. <laughs> do have the collar, don't I? I do have the collar. That's a good one. Hello, Marcus. How are you, legend? Welcome to my home again. Mate, I love being at uh, 100 Not Out Headquarters, also known as the Christoph Residence, <laughs> to do right. this on YouTube, right. streaming on thewellnesscouch.com, available on damienchristoph.com, available on marcuspierce.com.au. Mm-hmm. And whilst we're mentioning all types of brands we're associated with, we should give a very big mention that the fact that this episode of 100 Not Out is very proudly brought to you by Forage, In Nature, Find Health. And you I know what? That was, would, that was unprompted. But. I would love to know. It's a very good just <laughs> cue, cue in from stage left. Yeah. I would love to know mm. from people. They can just tell me when they see me. Pop it on social media, 100 Not Out, on the Facebook page. What is everyone's favorite forage? I've never really asked you this, but I am I'm definitely a Bircher muesli kind of guy. Yeah. But uh, what is everyone's favorite forage? What is the most popular? That's my favorite. Yeah. Bircher muesli, that is definitely You do it so favorite. well. You oh, do it very just well. love it. I love playing around with it. Put honeycomb pieces and honeycomb. I'll make it tomorrow. I'll make it tonight. Oh. We'll have it tomorrow. Oh. That's what we'll do. That'll be great. I'm here for five nights. I'm with you for five nights. So, so we'll have some lemon curd that we'll make as well. We'll have some honeycomb with it. We'll maybe put some micro herbs. You got bees out the back. Pomegranates. Pomegranates. Doing the honeycomb? No, no. Not good enough. No, no. What are you doing? Just don't worry. About honeycomb, <laughs> lemon curd. Yeah. Um, we'll blend it with some um, nice crushed fruit because I crush the fruit with my hands mm-hmm. with some yogurt. It'd be beautiful. And we'll have some pomegranate seeds on top. Because I love pomegranate. You're not just like having me on here. You're actually going to do this. Oh, yeah. You put on social media just to prove it. I'm making you accountable to this. Yeah, well, let's. why don't we... Dessert when I come home tonight. We'll video it. Dessert? Dessert. Because I'm going out with my family tonight. Oh, no. There's no dessert. No, but that is dessert. No, that's for breakfast tomorrow morning. Oh, damn. I thought that was dessert tonight. You mean I've got to wait for it? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. All right. Now, now, on all other... Uh, not less important things. Yes. Um, oh, well, you did ask me a question. I didn't answer. So the I think the number oh, yes. one seller, well, the number one most favourite, which goes with the trend of health and well-being at the moment with food, is paleo. Paleo is wow. definitely the number one, um, closely followed by the muesli. So the red box, um, and then in the winter time, which poor is little bircher. Well, bircher comes, uh, you know, kind of a lazy third, but uh, the porridge in winter just. Outsells everything. Wow. It's so, remarkable. It's amazing. Yeah, it's very seasonal. Yeah. Um, I called you the Vicar of Vision. Yeah. Because we have lots of chats. I mean, we're up to 150 odd episodes of 100 Not Out. We we live, breathe, ooze this stuff. Yeah. But you said to me the other day, Marcus, we need to talk about vision, mission, purpose. Yeah. Because it, it differs for everyone. It gets confusing now. We've got life purpose. We've got what's your vision? What mission are you on? Yeah. X, Y, Z. In the corporate world, it's all about your vision, mission, purpose, and your values and corporate you know, mission statements and the rest. Now, I don't necessarily know that we're going to bring clarity to the argument, but I do think we're going to bring our own views to it. And hopefully our own views, possibly, might give other people clarity on how they view vision, mission, purpose. Yeah, I think it's a really good idea. A lot of people um, kind of you know, throw it out, don't really worry about doing it. Um, some people set goals but don't have a vision, mission, or purpose. So why, what are you goaling for? You know, It could just be a little bit too abstract. Yeah. Um, and so 
you do know that I like to be relaxed, and you you, you do know that I'm I'm not too over analytic about stuff. I don't like just bogged down on the detail. I'm not a detail person, and and that's where we're our beautiful complementary opposites because I kind of can get a little bit over analytic, over analytic. Yeah. Yes. And I'm saying analytic, not analytic. Absolutely. So <laughs> he does love it. But uh, paralysis, uh, analysis. Yes, yes, paralysis by analysis. That's exactly right. Well, uh, you know, if you're setting goals, but you don't really know the reason why you're setting goals, maybe because you would love to have something. Like I'm setting a goal to achieve X, Y, Z because I just love to have X, Y, Z. If it doesn't really fulfill a purpose or a mission, um, or put you back on purpose or on track, maybe you could choose a different goal. Um, that's what I'm suggesting. Well, would it be wise to suggest that there's people out there that are aiming towards things that they think is a good thing to aim towards because a lot of other people are aiming towards it? Yep. Uh, and I'm going to put it out there, cat amongst the pigeons. A lot of yes. people out there are trying to be wealthy, millionaires, get rich quick, property development, multi-level marketing. Yep. It's all about the dollars. Yep. But really, if we get really brutal about this, they're just not that... In, it's not in their nature. They're not that way inclined to to go about that life purpose. For other people, they are. Yeah. But for many people out there, particularly, I'm sure you and I could both agree, you go to a, a personal growth event, it might be a free event, it might be a low-cost event, whatever it is. And let's just use money as an example. People go to a property development or multi-level marketing event. And they're like, yes, I want to be rich. Yes, I want to be wealthy. Yes, I want to do this. But you know, you can ju- you just know that that's actually not their path. Yeah. yeah. So... That, is that what you're suggesting? That we've got to get really clear on the goals that we actually burn inside of us to really materialize. That we are going to stay up late, get up early, go through pain, go through pleasure, go through challenge, go through victory for it because we care so deeply about it. Not because it's some beautiful, you know, relaxing on a uh, deserted island, you know, sipping on coconut water and martinis. Like it's actually a so really... That's so good. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> you're actually prepared to do the hard work and you know it's going to be hard. Yes. That's that's pretty much what I'm saying, but it all starts with a crystal vision, um, which is different to you know a mission, which is also okay. different to a purpose. All right, which very these are all very different things, and and they need to be stated. So, are you happy then? Yes. To because vision, I hear I hear a lot these days. Vision and purpose. Yep. Uh, but I actually love mission. Yeah. Personally, I just love you know. But but for me, it's simple. It's simple in my language. It's what's the mission? Like what am I? What mission am I on? Mm-hmm. And that mission changes because it's more like project based. Um, but when you're talking about vision, how can you crystallize that as to what exactly a vision is? Well, a vision is something for the future. It's not a vision of right now because the vision of right now is exactly where we are. You know, at our at our home in our yep. in 100 not out HQ. But a vision for the future is a position or a place where you'll be, um, a financial situation that you'll have, a comfort, the people that surround you, um, the way in which the world actually presents itself. So, you know, a, a vision for my chiropractic practice, for example, is a world where everybody lives an innate lifestyle. You know, that's a beautiful thing to think about, that the people who make decisions uh, based on being the most well that they could possibly be, but on a global sense. But that's the practice vision. My personal vision, uh, I don't even know if I want to share this one, but I... Oh, here we go. But my my personal vision, I'll just say it revolves around the acknowledgement that everybody should have access to the most amazing food everywhere, right? And the most amazing food um, information. So it shouldn't cost the earth to learn about food. So that's why you get so annoyed about the cost of food sometimes. So annoyed. 
Like when I hear, right. when I I've hear, never wondered why that pushes your buttons so much. When I hear economists say that an avocado is going to be six dollars or six dollars fifty, and then it gets there, I go because they made that happen, you know. Because it doesn't have to be like that. There's, yeah. there's enough avocados growing on trees that, and, and there's enough land to grow more avocados if we wanted to. It's just the sheer greed of it, and and I think that oh, yeah. food shouldn't be like if you look at um, countries that are developing. Uh, and they shouldn't still be developing, but they are developing for whatever reason they're developing. Yeah. Third world countries, food's inexpensive. The same item of food over in an industrialized country like in Australia could be 10 times the price. Like the cost of rice over here in Australia can be as much as $5 a kilogram, whereas in, say, India, it's less than 30 cents a kilogram. Right. You know, so, and it's still growing in the same way. We have more water in Australia than they do in India, uh, and, and it requires a lot of water to grow rice. But it's, it's just, it's different because there's different economies. So my vision around that is that everyone should have access to amazing food all the time. And particularly now, it shouldn't be genetically modified. So you can kind of see my vision is something that I hold close to me for what I would love for the future. And in, and in watching you do this, and for everyone that's watching Damien on YouTube right now, this is something that you feel strongly about. Your body language, like your arms are out oh, here. I'm your, flying. Your, yeah, your tone right. is really mm. strong. So your vision has to be something that you truly... It actually, uh, it almost brings tears to your eyes. Yeah. Like yeah, that's how absolutely. much it, you feel it. Yeah, it burns me that, for example, forage, which is yeah. a premium product, it burns me that it has to cost as much as what it does. And it burns me that there's so many people involved in the in the process to get it onto the shelves yeah. um, so that everyone's clipping the ticket on the way through. Like it really frustrates me because I'd love for people to have it at a better price. So much easier. But the same for any supermarket item or any item at the grocer. Yeah. Um, you know, even the fair trade movement, which I think has good intention, yeah. still means that someone else makes more money as a result of going fair trade yeah. because you've cut out the middle person. All that is is just taking one person out of the equation, maybe giving more money to the farmer, yeah. but the price of the product could in fact be more expensive just yeah. because it's fair trade now. So I get frustrated about that. Food should be you know, almost free. Yeah, mm. nice. Okay, I love it. Um, okay, so then we get on to mission. Hmm. Okay, so uh, when you're talking about vision, I know for me, it's that um, that well, I see a world where humanity feels, like, literally feels that they are an exceptional human being mm-hmm. because a lot of people's self-esteem is right down there. Yep. It's a medio- mediocrity type of, you know, it's just, everything's just average. Yep. But then when we, when we get from the vision to the mission, yeah. my perception, mm-hmm. and because we've come into this quite blind, and like, so you and I might have different views of it, but my perception as a mission is that that's almost a part of the, it's, all, it's definitely part of the realization of the vision, but it's almost, it brings it back a step. It's almost like a, what are you going to do now? So that's the vision exactly is like right. 20, 50, 100, 200, 1,000 years. It, it, you don't know how long it's going to take to materialize. Yeah. But the mission is, well, what are you working on now yes. to help that vision materialize? Totally. So yeah? your goals, you know, you your six month, your three months, six months, twelve months, five year, ten year, twenty year goals. They're visions, right? They're they're visions for the future, um, you know, and they should be linked to your vision, right? They're kind of, they kind of jigsaw puzzle pieces. Yeah. That the vision like would be that. the round side around it, and then the jigsaw puzzle pieces would fit inside that vision because achieving a goal should then help you arrive at your vision, right? But in order to get there. You've got to have a mission. You're on a mission to get to your vision. And so my mission is to help, is to educate everybody about food so that they receive more energy from their food 
than calories. And so it's really helping people understand how they can get the most from their food and the most from their innate lifestyle. So from for me, part of my mission is delivering a chiropractic adjustment because that helps somebody's um, nervous system work so much better, which then allows them to get more of whatever else they put into mm. their body. So it's just other inputs. So my mission is to help people understand the potential of their health. So your mission is all around education. All around education. Yeah. So the vision is everyone having the food, mm-hmm. but the mission is all about educating the people of the importance of having the food and that almost like social revolution is likely to help that vision materialize. Absolutely. So I had a, I had a girlfriend back in year 12 and uh, she said, the best you'll ever be, Damien, is a teacher. <laughs> now, no disrespect to anybody, but that riled me because um, I thought, one, that's that's not a nice thing to say because it meant that teachers weren't, you know, way up there, which is where I hold teachers. I love all of the teachers. Well, really, you are a teacher. Like, I think myself as a teacher, yourself as a teacher, other people... The word doctor is another word for teacher. And so, you know, in achieving that that qualification as a chiropractor and being awarded the ability to call myself a doctor, um, which shouldn't, you know, move any kind of importance away from any other profession that studies to teach people, like naturopath or a biology teacher or a principal or anybody like that you know the ability to teach uh, is amazing but if you look i've done some television um, on my boxes and bags of muesli there's education on there it's not just a food pyramid on there and maybe some you know happy cartoon characters or snap crack yeah. pop there's none of those sorts of things on there yeah. like it's real education the podcasting uh, the videos that we're now doing all of that is all about teaching and uh, and so i'm living my mission by teaching and the seminars that we do you know yeah. so it's all about so that yeah so the mission is is really the doing of it How like actually it? making it happen yeah okay beautiful how do you do your mission? Oh, well, very similar. Because when you're saying, I'm like, it's all it's speaking, mm. it's mentoring, uh, it's podcasting, it's writing, it's doing interviews. Again, I for me, a big part of my mission was getting really comfortable that being a journalist by trade is actually an incredible thing. Yeah. So I used to when I was going through, and I tell people because a big part of this vision, mission, purpose is people think that they should get it overnight, and I still remind people it was seven years between me leaving mainstream media and materializing the wellness couch and exceptional life blueprint and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. But I always knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know when. Yeah. So all of the relationships, getting to know you, meeting Sarah, um, all of those things that happen, you don't have to know the, you know, the, the, the how it's all going to materialize, but knowing what it is, and this is why I think it's so good that we're talking about it, knowing what your vision is, knowing what you're good at. So for me, being a journal by trade, I love doing this. Yeah. I love interviewing you. I love interviewing others. I like drawing out of people their knowledge and wisdom because sometimes a lot of people, they've got so much knowledge and wisdom, particularly everyday people that aren't rich and famous. They go, but I'm so boring. Like, What's going to be on my story? What value have I got to share? Oh my gosh. Everyone's you know? got such an incredible story. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So as a journal, I love drawing that out and then sharing that with people. Yeah. So that's my mission, really yeah. at all. And being okay, like being so happy that I love being that journalist type figure. Um, and that's, yeah, and that kind of cultivates that mission for me. Yeah, love that. So then love we get into purpose. Yeah. Um, for me, purpose is about why, like why, and then that very much, it's like I love what you said about the, the jigsaw puzzle that links back in, it, it, it kind of clicks in. How do you view purpose? What's your opinion on what a purpose is or, or what, what's your definition around it? Purpose is the why. You know, why Why would you want to have a vision and why would you want to be on a mission? So the purpose or the why of everything, the why of your existence, people are always asking, what is the purpose or the meaning of life? 
Yeah, people are trying to work that sort of question out. And it's your yeah. own meaning. It's your yeah. own creation. And so you get to define whatever the meaning of your life actually is. So we're given an opportunity to live on the planet. Uh, we're given in a material sense. And we're given the opportunity to go and, and, and spread messages, have fun, to enjoy whatever you, whatever you want to have. Uh, you've just got to go get it. And so your purpose is the insurance, not the insurance, but the insurance of you following your mission and your vision to you know to its fullest extent. So my purpose uh, for my vision and my mission is so that I live in a world that is incredible and the most fun and the safest and all of those sorts of things. You know. Yeah. Wow. Because that's, that's that's actually that's beautiful that you that you put it in that way. Because my purpose is a little bit more. Um, uh, what's the word? It's a bit more pain based. Okay. So, but my purpose is more linked to regrets. Oh, really? So my perp, like the reason why I do what I do, is because if I didn't do what I do, I would be completely unfulfilled, full of regret, just an unhappy human being, a, a really poor example to my kids, an average husband, uh, not a great example to my parents. Uh, so if me not doing what I love to do, mm-hmm. um, that that. I, then it's it's almost like well what's the purpose of my life? Why did my parents go through all of those years of my dad you know doing early morning paper rounds to send me to a private school? My mum you know raising me for most of those years, all of that like what was it all for? If mm-hmm. I don't if I don't live my vision, live my mission, then uh, it's again it sounds quite pain based, but it's almost like a waste. It's fear based. So I I thrive. Yeah, I'm an urgency addict by by trade. Like I no, by trade by nature. Mm. I thrive on adrenaline. I thrive on the details. Yeah. Like for me, my level of detail is a reflection of my level of care. So if I don't put enough detail into something, it's almost putting out to the world that I don't care enough about it. Yeah, and you you pick that up. People would pick that up with you. Oh, I think I think sure. so because people recognise. I ask them what they would almost consider one too many questions. It's like the, the question that pushes them over. Mm. But that's the question for me that takes them out of fear and into also almost ownership mm. of what mm. their purpose is because we can all ask the easy questions. Yeah. But life's not about the easy questions in my view of the world. Yeah. So for me, my purpose is, is somewhat pain-based because, again, without sounding um, morbid about it, I couldn't live with myself if I did not live my life purpose. I just mm. I, I could not look people in the eye and say I was genuinely happy, you know, that I was living an exceptional life, that I love my wife, I love my kids, I love spending time with them. You know those people that are like, how are you going, mate? They go, yeah, good. And it's like, mate, yeah, no, you're not no, no, like, like, I'm great. Yeah. I, like, you know, I'm amazing and yeah. things are getting better, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. there's a little bit of a cloud there, a little bit of a, you know, whatever it is, like a yeah. filter. So I think but, that's good. But, but can I say something? Yeah. Please. Yeah, please. And I'll just, I'm just going to like open this up just a little bit. Yeah. Which is often Marcus, you'll notice he like gets into me, but I just want to ask a question, Marcus yeah. Pierce. Um, and it's around uh, one of your great friends and you know, somebody that we've interviewed on on the uh, 100 Not Out before. And uh, and he's an incredible guy, John Martini. But he talks about the innermost dominant thought being the outermost tangible reality. Yeah. And so that, uh, for example, when you're playing golf and you're thinking, I don't want to hook it, don't want to hook it, don't want to hook it, don't want to hit it in the water, don't want to hit it in the water, don't want to hit it in the water, you hook it and hit it in oh, the water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Marcus is saying... I don't want to have regret. I don't want to have failure. I don't want to have letdown. Um, yeah. But is that attracting that? Oh, that's good. So you're yeah. So and again, that's probably um, NLP. No, well, it's more. It's more that my answer would give the assumption that that's my focus, and and the words do make it sound like that's my focus. Right. But that's I would say that's my drive 
but it's it's uh, it's like one percent of my drive. Oh, it's not one percent. It's a large part of my drive, but I'm not racked by guilt because I live my life purpose. So, but I feel that the purpose of uh, the reason for doing what I do mm-hmm. was probably born out of the expectation I have of myself. So, how you arrived at your purpose? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I recognise that not living my life purpose. For, for for one of a better term, because it's not quite true, is a waste of my life. Mm. And I feel that my life is so valuable that I do... My filter on everything is what do I want. Mm-hmm. Like not what does everyone else want. But if I do what I want and I give what I want to give, then the people that listen to the message, the people that listen to 100 Not Out, they love listening to 100 Not Out. Yeah. But I want to be clear, it's completely selfish because I do this because I love doing it. Same. And it's just a great Same. consequence in other people. I hope you don't think we're selfish. You know, like what you're we listening. Do love it. We do love it. And we love that sharing. Yeah. Mm, okay. So so I want to be very clear on that though because what you say is 100% true. If, if 100% of your focus or the majority of your focus is on what you don't want, then often you attract what you don't want. Absolutely. But I want to be clear on saying that I think it's good to have a, 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 a level of pain drive, but then there has to be a level of pleasure to actually bring about... Um, the purpose, and for me, I, I I get so much pleasure out of doing this, and so I get I do this, and I'm like, you know what? I feel so comfortable, like I feel so, um, I just feel so good within my skin that we share such a powerful message. If I was doing a podcast on makeup, mm-hmm. like I would find, like because everyone else wanted it, <laughs> I'd find that really hard. But as a journalist, that's what you find yourself end up doing, like the cat that's stuck up in the tree. Yeah, it's like, well, is this the purpose of my life to report? this type of work yeah. I think the purpose of my life like why I do what I do is because so many people find this type of message fulfilling mm. and that's magnetic like mm. I, I, I can't stop talking about this stuff mm. because I recognize that that's a message mm. that, that, that humanity are very open to hearing at this stage oh, I love it we could talk forever. We could, we could talk forever. We just talk forever anyway, yeah. don't we? <laughs> that'd be actually a great podcast. Let us know whether or not you just like to listen to Marcus and I talk to you forever. Just riff. Yes, this is about all types. Um, we'll about punch on. I would love to know how people are finding. There would be some punch on. I don't think there would be. No, I mean, you know, we've got disagreements. We've got differing opinions. I think I told you I'm a lover, not a fighter. Uh, my arm won't, won't reach. Yeah, or, look at that. Won't reach. That, so <laughs> a bit scared. Yeah. A bit scared. Oh, um, I'd love to know how people are finding the YouTube um, episodes. If you are used to listening to the podcast, all good and well. What we would love to know is how are you finding this engagement on YouTube? Pop it in the comments in YouTube below. You can reach us in many ways. You can find out more about Damo at DamienChristoph.com. You can find out more about myself at MarcusPierce.com.au. Um, you listen all to uh, all 20 plus podcasts on the Wellness Couch at TheWellnessCouch.com and engage with us at Facebook.com forward slash 100.out. Damo, thanks again as always. Marcus, and- it's always great it is and, it and I, flies though doesn't it it does fly mm. and um i'd like to say to anyone because i i just i'm unsure by the time this recording's done um when you're watching this on youtube if we've been to Korea or if we actually still have spots available so if we do you can find out if we do at 100notout.com if we don't you'll go there and it will say sold out completely but have a look there if you want to join us in europe for lick oh, one of the questions i want to ask you i've got to do this now because it was on my list <laughs> i didn't get to it so we're gonna go a little okay. bit longer all right do you think vision, mission, purpose? Mm. Because I was going to talk about Ikaria. If you want to come to Ikaria, check out 100onout.com. Mm. But we love Ikaria and Okinawa and Sardinia for their longevity. Yes. Do you think elders have, um, have, have created in the consciousness of their younger generations, their grandkids and so on, this vision, mission, purpose? Do you think it's 